Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, so let's talk about when you have a listing and it's tenant occupied. Now, the number one question that I get is, Kristen, can you look over this lease agreement? <laughs> so the first thing that you need to make sure that you're getting from your clients is a copy of the lease agreement. And you really want to make sure that they actually have some sort of written agreement. I've talked to a few realtors and they have clients that just moved their friends into a property and they've been in there for six years and they never signed an agreement and they have nothing but a handshake. That is very difficult. So the first thing you want to make sure is that your clients have a written lease agreement and then you want to have a copy of it. If they are unsure what kind of tenancy they are in, so there's two types of tenancies. There is a fixed term tenancy and a periodic term tenancy. If you guys have been around for a little bit, you know that I talked about fixed term and periodic terms in, I think it was my last CIR live actually. But as a refresher, a fixed term tenancy is when you have a start and an end date. So that means, uh, for example, if the lease starts on September 1st and it's a lease for one year, then it ends on August 31st. And that means that it ends period full stop. Either party does not need to give notice that they are vacating. However, it's, you know, typically common courtesy to give notice. And if the tenant wants to extend or renew their lease past let's say August 31st, they need to reach out to the, to the landlord or the landlord needs to reach out to them and negotiate a contract. If they can't come to terms, then the tenant must move out by August 31st. Now, I highly recommend that every landlord sign a fixed term tenancy. And if they want to extend the tenancy past that 12 months, 18 months, whatever the lease was signed for, they sign another agreement that extends it for another fixed term. In the event that either the landlord or the tenant don't reach out and the tenant doesn't move out, the tenancy automatically from the RTA rolls over into a month-to-month periodic tenancy. Now, some management companies, some landlords just start a periodic tenancy right from the get-go. Again, I do not recommend that. A periodic tenancy allows a tenant to give 30 clear days notice to vacate the property at any point in time. They could leave the landlord high and dry in December, which is a horrible time of year to re-rent a property. But on the flip side, a landlord has to give 90 days notice, 90 clear days notice for the tenant to vacate. And it has to be one of a certain number of reasons. The landlord can't just say, I don't like you. You're kind of annoying. So I just want you to leave. That is not a justifiable reason for you to have a tenant vacate a property. They either need to increase the rent and the tenant does not agree, 
They need to have a family member move into the property or they need to sell their house. All right. So when they are selling their house, another big thing you guys have to know when you are listing your property is that you cannot, or the landlord cannot give notice to the tenant to move out that 90 days until the property has sold. It's not ideal. I get it. I would love to give a tenant 90 days notice from the day the property goes up on the market or before, and then the tenant moves out 90 days later. That would be ideal. But unfortunately, the letter of the law is 90 days once the property has sold or closed, right? So make sure when you are listing the property that you put that in the remarks, okay? So let's say the property closes on let's say today, right? August 16th. Because it is 90 days notice and it is a clear month, you can't give 90 days starting today and then it ends, I guess it would be November 16th. Has to be full months. So if you gave notice today, property closed today, they give 90 days notice as of today, it would actually be September, October, and November. So it'd actually be November 30th that the tenant has to vacate by. All right. So that is a huge thing that you need to make sure that you are letting your landlords, your owners aware of. Now, can they and should they advise their tenants that they are putting the property up for sale? Absolutely. And if they say, well, we don't want to deal with showings, we will, you know, move out and we will vacate the property as soon as possible, as long as, you know, you terminate our lease agreement when we move out. Absolutely, because as you guys know, most of the time having a vacant property for showings is ideal and tenants can be difficult (laughs) to sometimes do showings on. So if the landlord and the tenant can come to a mutually agreed term that, you know, the tenant will vacate by a certain date or once they, you know, find a new property and they can come to terms, then that is ideal. But if the tenant says, I'm going to live in the house until the very last day that I have to, then the letter of the law is 90 days once the property has closed. Okay. So a lot of you probably thought it was 90 days from, you know, when the property was going up for sale. Unfortunately not. All right. So when you have a tenant occupied property, there are a few things that you also need to know. No showings can be done between, or I'm sorry, no showings can be done before 8 a.m. or after 8 p.m. Okay. No showings are allowed on Sundays unless the tenant, um, does, uh, does religious ceremonies on a different day, but the default is Sunday. Okay. So make sure you have that in your listing as well. No showings on Sunday and showings are only allowed between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Now, I would, again, highly recommend that you get the tenant's contact information from the landlord, your client, to introduce yourself and hopefully potentially meet them or have a phone conversation with them and get on really good terms with them because they are going to be disrupted from the showings. So you want to make sure that you are making a good impression on them and they are amicable 
for showings. Now, they might have a newborn baby. They might have 17 kids that, you know, are running around the house all the time. So you might want to have a conversation with them to see when is the best time to have showings. And they might say, we have a newborn baby. So if you can please not do any showings past seven, that would be great. So making that comfortability with the tenants and making sure they're being heard and understood and respecting their space is ideal because then they're going to be more willing to have the property open for showing. So let you have open houses, you know, so that is, that is ideal uh, to introduce yourself. And then obviously you want to address how would they like showing notices? So showing notices need to be at least 24 hours in advance. You can't just show up. So you need to ask them, what is the best mode of contact? Is it email? Is it phone call? Is it text message? So you want to make sure that you know how you should be letting the tenants know that there is a showing. And as long as you have at least one correspondence with them on that medium, so let's say it is email that they want showing notices on, at least if you have at least one email correspondence, so you've sent an email and they've replied, then you are good to go. Same thing with text messages. If you have sent a text message and they have replied, then you are good to go to send a text message. So you want to make sure that you are also understanding what mode of communication works best for them. Because the last thing you want to do is send a notice through email and then they don't get the notice because they don't check their emails or you know, it was the wrong email or it was spelled wrong. So you want to make sure that you have the correct information to give the proper notice. All right. So those are the main things you want to think about. Now, I obviously recommend meeting the tenants in person, maybe bringing a gift, a Starbucks gift card, uh, you know, something like that, because you are going to be disrupting their time. So you want to make sure that you are expressing your gratitude and your gratefulness to them because you are invading their space. And the more they can feel, like I said, accommodated to and listened to, the easier you're going to have a go at it. All right. So those are my tips and tricks. Those are my top things that you need to be aware of. Uh, like I mentioned, I have realtors sending me copies of leases to go over everything. I am still happy to do so. But the main thing you want to look out for in the lease agreement is what the term is. If you guys have any questions, as always, shoot me an email. Copy of the lease is always great instead of just hearsay or what the, te- what the landlord says. And, um, and we'll go from there and hopefully I can help answer any questions you have. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.